friends, welcome back to the podcast. I'm so happy you're here. I'm doing another episode today that is about body confidence and kind of having a healthy image of yourself. And honestly, it's just kind of going to be a really casual conversation about a lot of these topics. I think that a lot of these ideas come up when it comes around the summertime. It's something that's on our minds a little bit more. And there are just a few things that actually prompted me to want to talk about this and just share my heart behind having a healthy view of yourself and just being confident in your body and not obsessing about the way that you look. And I do just want to say, obviously, with talking about these topics, I think they can be triggering if this is a topic you really struggle with when it comes to like disordered eating or any of those things. I'm going to be talking about dealing with body changes and that kind of stuff. And so if that's something that is going to trigger you, I would highly encourage you not to listen to this episode. I want this to be a really just healthy conversation. I got some submissions from you guys on your perspective about this, advice questions that I'm going to answer too. So it's just a very casual conversation. I'm sitting here with an iced coffee and just having kind of another girl chat episode talking about these things. But if you're not in the mindset where this is going to be kind of a healthy conversation, I would just suggest you to listen to another episode. I have them come out every single Monday, so you can just wait for the next one. I've talked about these things before in past episodes, my relationship with health and fitness and that kind of thing, but I still think it's a topic that by just the response from you guys, the amount of people I did like a poll on Instagram asking for some questions for you guys, things that made you feel more confident. I got so many submissions and even on my email, I try to do the email because it takes more effort to send an email. So I feel like it's easier to read all the responses versus on Instagram. If I just did DMs or something, I would not be able to keep up with it because it's just a lot easier. But even with having people email, I got so many responses, which makes me really happy because this goes to show that this is a topic that you guys are interested in. So I hope it just makes you feel better about yourself mostly and it makes you feel more confident that's the goal of this and just by sharing my kind of thoughts behind this things I've struggled with when it comes to dealing with body image stuff so I just hope it's a good one for you guys for the life update I have a few things to talk about but I'm not going to talk about too much stuff because I do think this is going to be a longer episode one it's been incredibly rainy and while I do love a cozy rainy day A cozy rainy week is just not the vibe. It really just makes me feel a lot more tired and the sun hasn't been out much, which really does a toll on my mood. I'm in a much better mood when it's sunny, but it just makes me appreciate. I know when the summer comes, it's going to be 100 degrees and sunny every single day, so I'm going to appreciate the kind of cooler rainy weather right now. Another thing is I have been obsessed with mystery books. I just finished Verity by Colleen Hoover which was a little raunchy for me. The hard thing with mystery books is a lot of times they are kind of raunchy and that's just not what I want to read, but the storyline was really good. So I would just like skip over some pages and then get to the actual story because that one definitely threw me for a loop. I thought it was pretty good, but I just wanted to say thank you to you guys. A lot of people sent me a lot of recommendations and I have so many books on my list now. I've been reading books in two days and I've been reading them before I go to bed, which I weirdly think has been keeping me up later because I feel like I have to finish them and I've been staying up till midnight and even 1am some nights reading and I try to wake up at 7 to 7.30 and so it just is not good to only be getting seven hours of sleep, sometimes six. So 
I kind of need to start reading these more in the afternoon. Another thing I'm really excited about, we finally have some trips coming up. We're going to Rhode Island June 11th and we're going to Florida with my family. We're doing a road trip there at the end of June and also for my birthday, which is July 1st. Not The trip is not for my birthday, but my birthday just happens to fall during the trip. And I'm a little bit sad because Aiden doesn't have a ton of time off, so he's kind of splitting days between these trips and so he's coming for half the trip when we go to Florida and then I think Rhode Island he's just gonna have to work when we're on the trip for a bit but with that being said it's gonna be the first time that we're leaving cash we're leaving him with my family for one of the trips or my family for both of the trips my family's huge so there's always someone who is very excited to watch him but it just makes me sad because I love him so much we spend so much time with him he is such a focus of my life now I feel like he is actually my child which maybe that's bad but I'm thinking about leaving him now it's making me sad but I am excited for the trips I feel like we've been here for a while and it's been so long since we went on a week-long trip we do a lot of weekend stuff but not really just a solid week vacation and I'm trying to get all of my sponsors up in May for the most part so I'll actually be able to chill out which I'm excited about So what prompted this episode? The first thing that had me thinking about these topics was one, obviously summer coming up. I feel like you are in warmer weather. You're wearing less clothes. You are trying to find swimsuits, that kind of thing. Just summertime coming up. And I have been seeing a lot of stuff on Instagram about people trying to get their summer body, trying to have, you know, a new fitness routine, which I just want to say I don't think is bad if that's your goal going into the summer. I think everyone's different, but I just personally don't like that idea of, okay, it's summer now, you have to look a certain way, you want your body to be more toned. I just think, why can't you just go into the summertime looking the way that you normally look and being confident in that? But on the flip side of that, I think when it comes to body image, there's kind of two extremes to this. There's the extreme of wanting to have like a very restrictive lifestyle, trying to look a certain way, trying to lose weight, whatever it may be. And then on the other hand, there's kind of a movement of accepting every part of your body and loving it, like loving your cellulite, loving your rolls, loving your wrinkles. And I think that's great if that's where you are, but I also think it's fine if you're just in a position where you're very neutral with your body. Maybe it's not something that you love but you appreciate it and you appreciate what it can do for you and you focus on other things beyond your body. I think that's also a healthy place to be at and I don't really hear that very often. I think a lot of times as a culture we kind of go into extremes with things and so I just wanted to say it's okay if you're just at an in-between with this. The second reason why this was prompted, I was sitting on the couch the other day and I was scrolling on my phone and I found this photo of myself from I think a year and a half ago I was in New York and I personally don't really notice when my body changes that much. It's just not something that I really focus on and it's kind of one of those things you don't realize until you look at old photos and I found this old photo of myself and I remember this was a point in my life where I was extremely busy and especially when you're in New York, you're just walking everywhere all the time. I wasn't even working out at this point. But I saw this photo. It was of me. It's from after I went on a run, which I rarely did, but I had done that day. I don't weigh myself regularly, but I remember in this photo, I had just gone to the doctor and I was probably about 15 pounds lighter than I am now. And I saw this photo. I was just honestly not very healthy. And I don't think at the time it was something that I was really focusing on. I was just so busy that, you know, my fitness and 
my health wasn't at my top priority, whereas I would say now it really is in terms of mental health and working out for the purpose of getting stronger and getting all my food groups in. I just focus on that more because it makes me feel a lot better. But I just looked a lot different than I do now. And I wanted to say this because there was a time in my life when I would look at old photos and that would make me feel insecure. That would make me feel like, oh, I need to look a certain way. I need to look how I did then. I think especially as you get into your 20s, your body just changes so much. Your metabolism slows down. Things are just different than they were per se, when you were in college, especially when you were really busy or whatever. And at this point in my life, I saw that photo and I just thought, I am so much physically stronger than I am now than I was in that photo. Mentally, I'm at a much better place than I was then. Even when I think back to like high school and probably early college, something that I used to be, and even when I think back to high school, something I used to be really insecure about were my legs. I never had really just like thin legs. I have very muscular legs. Everyone in my family has very muscular legs. It's just kind of the genetics. And I also run a lot, so I just have thicker legs. And it's funny how at the time, I remember being so insecure about like my friends having so much more thinner legs than I did but now my legs are probably one of my most favorite things about my body because I do feel like my legs are strong genuinely very strong I have muscular legs because of my workouts and because of the places that they've taken me and I just appreciate them so much more and I wanted to say that because looking at that old photo thinking about past insecurities I think time heals so many of those things when you used to be insecure about something and now you just aren't as much. And I also just wanted to normalize your body changing and it can actually be a really positive thing. I actually really like physically the way I look now more than I did in that photo and not that that matters, but it just goes to show that all the things that the world talks about, you know, your weight, the way you look, that stuff just doesn't matter. And I feel like I'm at a much healthier place in my life because of the people I surround myself with, because of the relationship that I'm in with my husband, with the way that I'm living my life. And those things are so important and actually matter for your health. Another thing that prompted this, I've just been seeing a lot of stuff about like wanting to change your body and it's kind of a hard territory because I do think that there are also a lot of people who say you know if you want to change something about your body you should feel comfortable doing so to make you happy and I mean I self-tan I occasionally get waxes I don't anymore because I don't want to keep paying for them but I think it's okay if there are things you want to change but I also just want to encourage you guys that it's okay to age it's okay to look older as you get older And I remember I was listening to a song and it started talking about something about smile lines, I think is what it was. And I was thinking, what in the world are smile lines? And so I Googled it and I was like, oh wait, I guess I have those, like the lines from when you smile. But I just think it's crazy how there's a name for everything. There's a way to change everything now. And there's just so much marketing put out, specifically geared towards women, about these things. And I just want to encourage you that it's okay to live your life and to not buy into a lot of that. And it's also okay if you do buy into it and it makes you comfortable, but don't feel pressured. Before I get into your guys' submissions, I just wanted to share a few things that personally make me feel more confident things that have helped me grow into my confidence and just kind of my sense of self. I also want to say I think there is a point where if you do struggle with this so much to the point where you're living a very restrictive lifestyle and you think that 
seeking actual help, that is honestly the best way to gain confidence because I've had a lot of people who have told me how they went to get, you know, help from like a, they went into treatment and they got a lot of help with their body image stuff and just all that. I also did an episode with a registered dietitian and she's kind of like an anti-diet dietitian. Her name's Michelle Pilipich. If you want to listen to that episode, that was another really good one. But I just wanted to put that out there because sometimes it's not just doing all these things that's going to make you feel better about yourself. It's actually, you know, putting in the work to get treatment if you're at that point in life. I think the first thing is just knowing my body's worth, but not finding my worth in my body. And I think that goes back to what I just said about you don't have to be obsessed with everything about your body. I think that can almost put too much focus on your body when really at the end of the day, it's not like the main thing in life and it's not going to be the most important thing. I found this quote from Morgan Harper Nichols. I love it. I think it's beautiful. I love her poetry. If you guys are looking for someone to read, she has really beautiful quotes, but she says, you are still beautiful. If they looked right past you to look at someone else, if what someone else has makes you want to change yourself when you don't care about looks or when it's all you think about, when you're confident all day long and you spend the night in doubt, you were made by the maker he creates without mistake and no one can take value from what the maker makes. And as a Christian, this goes back to Genesis. I always think about this because I just think it's so crazy how, you know, you had Adam and Eve in the garden and when God made it all, they there's a verse that talks about them being naked and unashamed and how that's such a beautiful thing because that was the one point before the fall where everything was just perfect. It was ideal. It was the way it was supposed to be. But then they ate the forbidden fruit and suddenly they went to cover themselves and they went to hide and kind of clothe themselves. And I just think it's interesting that even in the Bible at that point, it's a point where they covered themselves up because they felt ashamed and they felt fear because they had eaten the forbidden fruit. And I think as a Christian, something that has really helped me build my confidence is just knowing my worth and who God made me. There is so much scripture out there about the way that God made us, the way that he made us perfectly and wonderfully made. It also makes me think of 1 Samuel. This is when Samuel is at Jesse's home and he's looking for Israel's next king. And I remember all of Jesse's sons, they line up and they're trying to get like a visual inspection. And they think that God's going to choose the one who is like the physically most fit person. But 1 Samuel 16, 7 says, But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not consider his appearance or his height, for I have rejected him as king. The Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. It is so hard to remember that when we're so focused on what the world tells us about the way we look and the importance of that. Or maybe you have an experience with someone that has really scarred you and made you focus on your appearance like too much more than what God says about it. But the reason why I wanted to do this episode was just to put that reminder out there because I think it's important just to continuously remember and number two on that note is just surrounding yourself with people who support healthy confidence another Morgan Harper Nichols quote that I love she says guard your heart from those that only love you in the shallow end when you're all made up and out with friends you are made for more than satisfying the eyes and momentary affections of those passing by Your maker has set a glorious depth in you, filled with purpose, intention, grace, and truth. And to love you, they must love him far beyond the shallow end. And I would just ask if you have people in your life who love you beyond the shallow end. I remember being in high school, I had friends who were constantly picking apart other people in terms of how they looked. And I just remember when I would like be with them, it would just make me feel really sad. And I think that's when I started getting more insecure about myself because I was like, oh, I didn't even know 
people really thought that much about how other people look, but then that starts to rub off on you too. And that's not to say that you can't be friends with people who are also insecure. Obviously, we all have insecurities, but you should be with people who are trying to uplift you out of your insecurity than drawing you into it. And I think especially within a romantic relationship, I do think that you get a lot of validation from knowing for me that a man thinks I'm beautiful and is attracted to me. And it feels really good to be in a relationship where you know you're not being compared for me to other women. And a big reason why I feel a lot of confidence in this area is because porn is just not something that is present. It's not something that I feel that I'm being compared to. And I know this is a much deeper topic than just casually inserting this into this episode, but I actually get a lot of questions about pornography in my email. And I am just personally against it. That's just my opinion. And I think within a marriage, it's just really nice knowing that within intimacy, I feel very beautiful. I feel very desired. And I think that it's really helps just that area of my life a lot with having that stance on porn. So that's just for me personally, regardless of your insecurities. When I look back at my life, I'm not remembering how I looked when a certain thing happened. I'm thinking about the thing itself. So for me, something that I've always been kind of insecure about are my bottom teeth. They're very very crooked because I lost my retainer when I was younger. I had braces, but I lost my retainer and I just never got a new one and they moved so much. They're honestly worse than they were before I got braces, but that was something that I used to look back at my videos and just be so insecure about, but I realize I can still enjoy food. I can still talk. I can still sing even though my teeth are not something that I genuinely love. I can still enjoy my life and that's okay. And it's also okay if I want to go and get braces one day and fix it. That's fine too. But I think when you pull yourself out of the insecurity and remember that it's not physically hindering you from living your life to the fullest. And number five is just finding the right motivation in your fitness journey if you're someone who's into fitness not working out to look a certain way, not working out because you want to look like someone on Instagram. I genuinely feel I'm at a place with my fitness where I am working to be stronger. And that's a big reason why I weigh more than I did then because I built muscle. I'm stronger. I can actually see my arm muscles. I can see my leg muscles. And it's not even about actually being able to see those things, but it's just proof that, okay, I'm growing my body. I know one day I would love and I pray that I'm able to have children. And I know my body's going to be able to carry these children. And it just makes me feel really confident and strong in who I'm made to be. And I think a big reason why I have that mindset is because I am pretty selective about who I follow online because I do a lot of social media as my job. I'm consuming it regularly just as I'm sure a lot of you guys are too and I want to make sure I'm consuming people who are sharing positive messages about this. It's a big reason why I do these what I eat in a week videos sharing very genuine and honest (laughs) weekly what I eat in a week meals because I just want to be honest with it's okay to eat this way. It's okay to eat everything in moderation. You don't need to be in a certain diet. A couple of other people I really like are, her name's Brie Lenahan. She does a lot of the reels kind of showing what it looks like to be bloated. And it's okay to have rolls. It's okay to have cellulite, that kind of stuff. I love her page. I also like, her name is Kala's Clean Eats, I believe. She does a lot of recipes though. So I love her recipes. She eats pretty healthy, but She just promotes like a healthy body image. I really like her. And I also like my friend Gretchen Garrity. She does what I eat in a week videos as well that are just very real and honest. You guys probably know Gretchen. She's very sweet. And I love her videos that she does too. 
And then the last thing is just focusing on doing things with my body versus focusing on my body. A big reason why, you guys probably noticed if you follow me on Instagram, I don't really post a lot of in-feed photos anymore. And that's because I genuinely just don't take that many photos anymore. I am not really someone, I do a lot of stories. I like stories. I think stories are fun, but I'm a big video person. I'm not a big image person. And I'm not really someone who likes taking a ton of photos of myself now. I do when I have to make thumbnails, when I'm sharing an outfit. But I don't just take photos by myself. And I think that's okay if you do. I think that's totally fine. But I think the reason why that happened, it wasn't really intentional. It was just because I really just enjoy doing things now. It's not about taking a photo. And it's fine. Also, I'm probably going to be taking more photos this summer when I'm actually doing something. I think part of the reason for this is because I just haven't been doing that much stuff either. But it's because I'm enjoying my life and I'm enjoying doing things. And you can enjoy doing things even if you're not fully 100% confident in what you look like. So I'm going to read a few of the submissions that you guys sent in and then I'm going to answer some questions that you guys asked. So the first one says, thank you so much for covering this topic. So important and so relatable. I just wanted to share some encouragement for anyone struggling. I have been dealing with what I thought was minor disorder eating body image issues for over a decade. I never thought I was sick enough to get treatment, but this year things got worse quickly. I finally saw eating disorder treatment this fall, and I'm the happiest and healthiest I have ever been. It was hard to work, but so worth it. I learned that if you're thinking about getting help, you are sick enough to deserve treatment, and it can get so, so much better. I just wanted to put that in there in case any of you guys are in that spot in your life. I think that that's really helpful. This one says, I began riding horses at the age of four and I turned pro at 18. When I began working and competing full-time throughout my teenage years, coaches would comment on my height and my lean figure saying I was the perfect type for the sport. However, as I grew up, my body began to change. I was always thin, but I felt that I had to maintain my teenage figure. My boss, after turning pro, would comment on what I ate and told me to avoid drinking water before competing to appear slimmer. Since quitting my pro athletic career, I have done a lot to change my relationship with food and my body for fear that my old habits of self-punishment through a restrictive diet might return. I stopped weighing myself and I began practice intuitive eating. After years of listening to my body, I can finally say that I'm in love with the way I feel rather than focusing on the way I look. I love food and I'm so thankful to have a positive relationship with it now. Thank you for speaking about these issues on your podcast. I absolutely love your content. I love that one, especially how she talked about kind of comparing herself to her teenage body. You, I just want to say, you don't have to look the way that you looked in high school or even college if you're out of college. There were a lot that I got about people getting pregnant, people getting married and their body changing and I think that that's totally natural and it's totally okay. Um, and it's crazy how just like one comment from someone like she mentioned can really just mess with your mindset and mess with your relationship. So this one, she had told a story about how she struggled with body image and she eventually realized she was just so malnourished that she was working at a camp and couldn't even pick up the kids and play with them to the fullest extent. So she actually went and sought out some treatment. But she said, for the listeners, please don't make the same mistake I did. It took me years to get here, but I can tell you, our bodies are ours. Try focusing on body neutrality and gratitude. You don't have to be positive about your body. Try to shift your focus back to real life. We should reclaim the ownership of this gift and miracle in which we live in. Your laugh makes you beautiful, your compassion, your big heart, and humor. Your soul and spirit are so much brighter and powerful than our body's appearance will ever be. Look out for your heart, have compassion with yourself, and understand that everything others love in you are apart from your body. And she says, if that's not the case, please rethink the relationship. 
Always keep your holistic health in mind and know that you are loved beyond measure. Live a life your 80-year-old self would be proud of. That really got me that last line about living a life your 80-year-old self would be proud of. I just even think about wanting to have kids one day and thinking of having a daughter and being like, what kind of role model do I want to be for my daughter? Why would I talk to myself in a way that I wouldn't want my daughter to talk to herself one day? And I just think it's so true, but it's so crazy how despite that, you can still get caught in the negative self-talk. This one says, as weird as it sounds, every time I would have super negative thoughts about my body, especially while looking in the mirror, I would verbally say to myself, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Eventually, I started to believe it, and even still, when I'm feeling less confident, I will do this. It takes the focus off of my insecurities and puts it on the beauty of God's creation and intelligent design. I stopped working out and eating to make my body look a certain way and started working out and eating to feel strong and get endorphins. I love that. I love that so much, and it's such a good switch to make, and I'm really happy that she mentioned it here. This question says, love the podcast, really looking forward to this episode. My question revolves around body confidence leading up to and on your wedding day. I'm getting married June 25th, 2022, and I've already picked out my dress. I love it, and I feel really confident in it, but I've been catching myself having thoughts like, I need to tone my body more, and what if I eat too much and have a food baby? It's a fit and flare dress, so it's tight. I'm graduating from college next month, starting my first full-time job, and I'm going to move in with my fiancé soon. I want to establish healthy habits and mindset this first year on my own while being mindful that preparing for a wedding can be stressful on body image. I really love this question because I remember when I was trying on my dress, there were so many people who told me, you know, get a dress that actually is like an A-line so then you can't see your food baby and you can eat a lot. And I was thinking, why can't I just eat a lot and regardless the kind of dress that I'm wearing? And I ended up picking a dress that was relatively tight. It was pretty skin tight. And I can just say from looking back on my wedding, I had no care in the world about if I had a food baby. I was so focused on the feeling of being married, all the stress leading up to the wedding of planning and especially because ours just had so much uncertainty leading up. I just always felt all this pressure and it was finally over on the wedding day and I was so happy that honestly I didn't even really care that much about like my appearance. I look back at my wedding photos and I do wish I would have done some stuff differently like done my makeup differently or did my hair differently whatever but I just wasn't thinking about that on the day of. I was literally thinking about getting married and being so excited about it and so I would just say I think it's fine if you want to incorporate healthy habits into this new stage of life, especially when you're moving in with your fiance. I think it's really great, you know, with your significant other just to have a healthy routine together. But don't work out because you want to drop weight for your wedding. I think that's really crazy, especially if your dress fits, you know it fits. Stay the way that you are. You do not need to change. If you want to work out to feel healthier, I think that's totally fine. But you definitely don't need to do that. And I can just say on your wedding day, you're not going to be thinking about a food baby. I don't even remember how much I ate the wedding day. I had a glass of wine. Honestly, I definitely feel like I feel the effects of alcohol pretty easily. So I don't really remember that much about like how much I ate on the actual wedding day. I just remember being so happy and just know that no one is going to be thinking, wow, she has a food baby when they see you in your dress. This one says, I am someone who has always been very slender, but I have recently graduated college and I've started to gain weight. I know it's a healthy and good thing as a lot of women experience some weight gain in their 20s as they develop in their womanhood. But sometimes it's hard not to fall into the trap of thinking what I used to look like was healthier or better. Did you ever go through this or do you have any advice? So I kind of shared my personal story about looking back on old photos, but, and it's like I said, that with life changes come just 
changes in your body. Someone had messaged me and they said when they think about being like five to 10 pounds heavier than they ideally would like to be, they're always like, those are the lived moments that I got to have in my life of staying up late with friends, hanging out and eating or going to get drinks on a date or just like those special things in life that are extra it's okay to have the extra. It is totally fine. And I think it's honestly really good. I think it's so easy when you look at old photos to compare yourself to how you looked then, but compare yourself mentally to where you were then. Maybe you're in a much better place mentally. Maybe you're mentally a lot healthier than you were then. And I think it's totally fine to have body changes and you should just accept it. But I know it's hard. I know it's something that is easy to get stuck on but I just want you to know it's totally normal this one says I got married about a year and a half ago and since then I've gained about 25 pounds shortly after we got married and moved away I got diagnosed with a hormonal imbalance issue that has side effects that sometimes affects your weight it has taken a toll on my mental health and it gives me anxiety on a daily basis I try to work out and do all these diets but nothing works I just hate my body sometimes but my husband always reassures me that I'm beautiful and always tries to make me feel better I guess my question is, how do I build my confidence as a married woman in trusting my husband when he encourages me and also trusting that I am beautifully and wonderfully made in God's eyes? Yeah, I think this is so normal when you get married. I think especially because you're just at in a place in your life when you're very comfortable and happy. I think naturally that I think naturally that happens. And for me, I think the hard thing when you're in a relationship, it's really easy to kind of seek out your validation from your significant other. But truly, the reason why his words are probably not really changing your mindset is because you don't believe them yourself. And I really don't think it matters unless you believe what he's saying, unless you hold that to be true for yourself in your own eyes. And I think something that's really helped me is just reminding myself of the way that God sees me and reading scripture that reminds me that reading different Psalms that really help me remind me who my identity is in and who God has made me to be. I think that that helps a lot. And you mentioned trying diets and just not being satisfied because they're not working. And the reason why they're not working is because diets rarely work for a lot of people. I just think that they're not sustainable. It's not something that you can generally keep up. And maybe just trying to address the root reason why you feel the way that you feel about your body. I think that like you mentioned having the hormonal imbalance, that stuff is really real. I think that your health really does affect your weight and the way that you view yourself. And sometimes it is something that is just out of your control. And I think if you're a healthy person and you're not at risk of anything, I think you should be perfectly comfortable with the way that you are. And this is kind of a practical thing if you're someone who struggles with this. I think a lot of times I was insecure about the way I looked because I was trying to wear certain clothes that were kind of trendy that honestly just weren't flattering for my body. And when I started dressing more for my body type and dressing in a way where I was wearing stuff that I just liked that I was really comfortable in. I really love very simple clothes, just like linen clothes. I love simple jeans. I also love flare jeans. And when it comes to swimsuits, I know right now like cheeky bottoms that cut really high are like all the rage. I personally don't like the way I look in those and I don't feel comfortable wearing that. And so I wear stuff that I do feel comfortable wearing and it helps me feel more confident because I like the things that I'm wearing. I think when you're trying to force an outfit because it's trendy, but you just don't feel comfortable, it's not fun. You can't even focus on what you're doing. If you're out with friends, you're at a dinner, you're just trying to like pull on your clothes the whole time to make them feel a certain way. 
it's just not a way to live and so I think giving yourself permission to just buy things that you like and not because you're trying to look a certain way or wear what's trendy or whatever I think that that is also something that I've learned that's helped me a lot but I hope this helps I know it's hard because I can't change your perspective on how you view yourself but I do think just accepting and feeling comfortable in the way that you look is really important this one says my question is how do you get past body confidence issues when it comes to a husband and wife in terms of intimacy I find myself holding back sometimes due to my own discomfort with how I look without clothing I love this question because I know for me before getting married this was something that I thought about but I've talked about this in one of my like girl talk videos I weirdly am someone who's very comfortable like in this area. It's not something where it's constantly on my mind and I think the reason for that is I feel incredibly comfortable in my relationship. I feel very secure is the word that I want to use here and very affirmed and so it's just not something where I am thinking about this all that much. It's more when I'm with strangers that I think I think more about how I'm being perceived. But I think if you are worried about this area, I've talked about this too, but if you want to like wear certain things that make you feel more confident, I think that can be really helpful. There's a lot of cute stuff out there. I feel like when it comes to like lingerie and stuff, there's a lot of really pretty things you can wear to help you feel more confident. And also just communicating, I think really talking through it is really helpful too. Not necessarily you have having to talk talk through it but just making sure that you know the way that you like to the place that you like to and honestly turning the lights off it's really practical but if it's something you're focusing on that much it is totally okay to do whatever you need to do to feel the most comfortable I think a lot of times you can feel uncomfortable when not really talking about what you like and that kind of thing but I mean this was something that I think my mom told me or someone told me but they were like when you are being intimate, they are not thinking about the way that you look, the way that your stomach looks, the way your legs look, whatever it may be that is not what they're thinking about. And that just really reassured me too. And just talking about it too and being open like, hey, sometimes I feel insecure doing things this way. Can we do things this way? Whatever it may be. I'm trying to keep this like relatively PG. So I'm trying not to use too many words but I know that this is a really big concern that a lot of people have but I would just really recommend feeling comfortable setting the mood right doing what you need to do I've always struggled with my uterus bump on my lower belly it's apparently a natural lump of fat to protect the uterus I struggle with looking fat when in reality God gave me this to help me have you struggled with this I've been doing so much reading lately and I've come into terms with it and normalizing it just wondering if any other girls also struggle with this yes as a matter of fact I am someone who's always had kind of like extra lower belly fat. It's one of the areas of my body where that's just where the fat goes. It's always been that way. I think it's just genetic too. It's like the way that my family kind of carries too. And there was a while I think when I was in high school where I just always thought this was so abnormal because my friends had really flat stomachs or whatever it may be. You just see stuff in magazines, on Instagram, whatever. And it was as I was in college where I too started seeing like those articles about how it's actually a protective layer of fat because you got some organs there. I would just say too that it is very much normal. A lot of people have it and it's totally okay. 
it was something that I used to struggle with. And honestly, like it's not something that's going to change. I think when it comes to your body, you lose fat in different areas and you can't really spot reduce. So I just accepted that it's going to be there no matter how many crunches I do. It's just how my body is wired. So I'm going to accept it and assume that God put it there for a reason and trust in his reasoning for it being there and not sweat it. This one isn't really a question, but she says this. She says, I've been studying disordered eating in my counseling addictions class. I have a little rant that may or may not fit with body confidence, but I think it does inform us a little bit about some of the messages we hear. Disordered eating sells in America. Look at Instagram, diet culture, fad diets, anything. We are told our bodies aren't enough or good enough the way they are so that we buy into this industry. And girls with disordered eating before 15 years old are eight times more likely to develop an eating disorder. All that being said, when we aren't confident about our bodies, something to look at is what we consume. And the fact that we consume media-wise may not be a reliable narrator. How scary is that? Disordered eating is the norm, unfortunately, and to get to that point, body dissatisfaction and insecurity must be fed. As women, it's so easy to think we're not thin enough, pretty enough, strong enough, tan, or light enough. These enoughs are killing our confidence. I just want to say this to say that we have to pull up the roots of what society keeps pushing. If we're always comparing, we're feeding the not enough cycle since we are built so differently as women. There's not a plastic cutout out of the perfect body, so why do we think that there is? That's destroying our confidence. I thought this was so interesting because I totally agree, and honestly, I think it's on both sides. I think there are a lot of businesses now that really kind of talk about loving every aspect of your body, but they're trying to sell a product with it. And on the other end, it's buy into this diet, buy into this meal plan, whatever it may be. I just think it's crazy how so much of the stuff that we consume is motivated by trying to purchase something. And that's why I think just going back and kind of wrapping things up, going back to just being okay with existing and just being and just kind of being neutral with your body that it gets me from A to B. It allows me to do a lot of things that really enrich my life and it's okay if I don't absolutely love it, but I shouldn't hate it. And just being at that point is really healthy and okay. And honestly, again, if you guys are excessively struggling with this, if this is something that you just think about a lot that is constantly on your mind, I'd highly encourage you to seek out help. I know it can be hard when it's probably relatively expensive depending on insurance, but it can be something that's a really good investment. I think that you guys are all truly beautiful, and I talked about this in my video because I was reading a lot of these submissions, but just by reading them, you guys are so smart and so wise and Honestly, I learn a lot from you guys, and so I'm just really thankful for you guys, and whenever I'm reading these messages, it's kind of cool because on email, I can't really see anything. I don't know what you look like, but I can see the words that you're typing and the way that your mind works by reading them, and I just think it's really beautiful that I wish we as humans kind of focused on more things beyond just what we looked like, so. And as an influencer, I just feel like I have a duty to talk about these things and especially being someone who records my life and shows the way I look and shows outfits, whatever it may be, just to also share this too and my heart behind this. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys are having a great week. If you're listening to this on a Monday, feel free to tag me in an Instagram story. Let me know how you're listening. I love seeing those stories. Write a review if you guys enjoyed it. Feel free to subscribe or turn on notifications to get notified when I post because I truly love doing my podcast and you guys mean a lot to me. I hope you guys enjoyed and I will check in with you guys in my next episode. Bye, friends.